Today is April 1st, 2020. The number of new cases of COVID-19 have leveled off to a two-week low in Italy. Testing in Iceland suggests that 50% of COVID-19 positive individuals have no symptoms. Visualizing the infection curve is helping to better understand the coronavirus outbreak in countries with the highest number of cases. The Pentagon says it has not sent ventilators and equipment because it has not been told where to send the supplies. Consumer traffic at large retailers falls for the first time in weeks as stockpiling behaviors begin to shift. A cruise ship with four dead and 200 sick passengers will be allowed to dock in Florida. This is C-19 Daily. I'm Frank Schultz. And I'm Karen Romano. Let's go ahead and take a look at what's going on today. So first thing, looks like Italy's cases are starting to level off or actually start to decline. Yeah, uh, so this is uh, off of a two-week low. And the significance of this is, as you know, in the past, we've talked about the peak of um, everybody watching Italy, basically, seeing when they're going to peak. It was thought that the U.S. may be 10 days behind um, as far as a peak. Not sure that that still holds. But in Italy, as they're seeing these numbers come down, they're starting to talk about what they may do to lift restrictions they have in place. So all eyes uh, are on Italy to see what happens there. So not yet uh, hitting the peak of the curve, but looking like we're starting to round out, which, uh, you know, as far as deaths and new infections go, um, which is definitely a good sign. And, uh, you know, part of that, as we look at it, is what the testing is actually doing. And, um, you know, how many people were actually able to test and identify. And, um, you know, Iceland was able to really test a lot of people um, and get a really good uh, sample. Yeah, they've been able to test um, about 5% of their total population, which, of course, is much lower than the U.S. There are about 360,000 people. Um, The interesting thing out of Iceland is of the positive tests that have come back, so out of all the tests, about 1% have been positive. But of those positive tests, half of those um, are, those people are showing no symptoms. So that's something we've been hearing in the news as well, is that you can be a carrier and have the COVID, you know, have COVID-19, but you're showing no symptoms. And the problem with that is if you're showing no symptoms and don't know that you have it, you may be spreading it because it is so contagious. So this um, testing out of Iceland further supports the fact um, of the need of social distancing um, because people are not showing these symptoms. And that's exactly what happened with Rand Paul, obviously not having symptoms, getting tested, um, and uh, showing positive, which is, seems to be much more prevalent. And, uh, you know, I think until we do widespread testing here in the U.S., we're not going to know what, you know, the, the infected or, or I should say confirmed cases really is. Um, and that's some of the research we've seen that's basically said that the, uh, the confirmed cases is definitely lagging because we're not testing enough and um, we don't have as not, enough of an identifier of kind of who actually has the virus right now. Exactly. And it kind of brings us um, you know, to our next article where we have the different charts of the, heavy, the most heavily hit uh, countries. So those with the highest cases, reported cases showing over time how that's changed. So you got the U.S., Italy, Spain, and you kind of keep that in mind as you look through this article, you're seeing how these infection curves are peaking, or in some cases like China, how they kind of flat, got to the flat part and maybe coming down. You have to keep in mind that what you're seeing there is only as good as the tests that have been done. 
um, and what's being reported. It's a, it's a nice article that summarizes each, uh, basically each country, what they've done and what they're seeing. Definitely is interesting to look at the highest tech countries and what's, what's exactly happening right now. Um, part of, you know, we, we keep going through the daily topic of uh, ventilators because I know that's a concern obviously in the, in the U S and globally, but we're concerned about the number of ventilators seems like the Pentagon has ventilators ready to go, but doesn't know where to send them. Yeah. Uh, so this article is from CNN and talks about, um, there is a, what about 2000 ventilators is what I was, I read, um, in military stock, but yet they're not sure where to send them. Seems like there's a lack of communication going on here. Just uh, maybe needs prioritization. I know, obviously, Governor Cuomo is asking for them in New York, and you know other uh, metro areas are going to be asking for them very soon as well, um, which is interesting. And and you know the flip side of this is I know everybody uh, has been panic buying for the most part. Nobody knows how long this is going to last. Um, you know, I, I did go grocery shopping two days ago for the week, and. Um, Interesting, because there's a ton of toilet paper on the shelves, but I couldn't find napkins. Interesting. So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's been, uh, it's, it's definitely been interesting, but I did notice there's less people in the store than there were weeks before. And, um, you know, kind of, and it's, I have a similar story, because I'm not actually going into the store. Um, I've actually been ordering ahead of time and kind of just pulling up to the store, letting them bring it out to me. And um, the article around uh, major retailers seeing shifts in in buying with the stockpiling behavior that has been going on you know how long is that going to last will that uh, continue to maybe flatten out a little bit one of the things that this article talks about is the shift maybe due to people i'm um, doing kind of the online shopping like me <laughs> or who are doing the pickups at the store um so maybe people are starting to stop the stockpiling behavior time will tell especially as restrictions continue to extend Good being. And it's funny, I was talking to someone yesterday, too, about this. You know, we're kind of feeling the new norm now. It's not, um, I hate to say it, fresh and new. It's uh, kind of the way of life right now, and everyone's kind of adapting to it. And part of that really is you don't have to stockpile as much. I have to say we are cooking, obviously, a lot more at home because we're not going out. So there's more food in the house. But, um, you know, I'm not afraid there's not going to be food if I go, you know, next week. Exactly. Um, so people are starting, I mean, so. people may be starting to see that, you know, you're going to be able to get the supplies you need, which is an article I think we posted a few weeks ago, that there's no shortage of food. Uh, you'll be able nope. to get what you need. Um, and there's really no need to panic. Yeah, just hand sanitizer and toilet paper because everyone panic bought, but we should all have them in our houses now. So we should be fine. Yeah, I'll let you know um, if I need some. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, and I think the last the last article that we thought was pretty relevant here, um, apparently there's a Holland America cruise ship that's um, kind of been trolling around a little bit looking for a place to dock. And, um, you know, we're going to bring it into Fort Lauderdale. But there obviously is uh, COVID-19 on the ship. Right. With four dead and 200 suspected cases because uh, there's 200 sick people. Uh, as you read through this article, the interesting thing here is there's actually a plan for how they're going to disembark these, these passengers. Now, we've seen in the past, there have been, in, in all over the world, these cruise ships that are docked and people are not allowed to get off. Uh, countries weren't sure how to handle the disembarkment of those 
passengers. So um, looks like Carnival has a plan to get charter uh, planes as one of the ways to get these people back to where they need to go uh, to their homes. So uh, the first time I actually saw a pretty solid plan in place on how they're going to deal with this, the ship. Makes sense. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can start to sort these things out and have better protocols in place. Exactly. uh, Well, that's, that's it for us today. Kind of a quicker day, but um, give you relevant news for the day as things are tracking. We'll be covering them every day here. Go ahead and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, you can send us any questions, comments, feedback, COVID-19 at infiniteblue.com. We're also on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter at Infinite Blue or BC in the Cloud. Either one, you can tag us. And uh, we're excited to hear your feedback. Please continue to get that over to us. And uh, that's it for today. I'm Frank Schultz. And I'm Karen Romano. And that's it for C19 Daily. We'll talk to you tomorrow.